Welcome to another episode of the podcast, my friends. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I also have great news. The computer with all my equipment on it is finally home so I can start my modules again in the Human Design Coaching Academy and get you guys a proper intro for the podcast. All right, today is a recording of a live I did over on YouTube. If you're not following me over on YouTube, make sure to go over, subscribe, and hit the little bell for notifications over there. This one is all about raising kids by design. I have a free three-day workshop that is coming up October 25th, 26th, and 28th. I will drop the registration link in the show notes. It is completely free and I'm going to give you tools that you can implement today. Well, not literally today on the 25th, 26th, and I believe it's 28th. But on those days, you are going to walk away with tools to implement immediately with your kids. And the reason I am sharing this episode here on the podcast, I do like having exclusive content over on the YouTube channel. And originally this was going to be one of those pieces. But the reason I want to share here was at the very end, a dear friend of mine and client of mine, her daughter hopped on the live and had a beautiful question about reflectors. And in that moment, not only did it reaffirm how important this work is and how important not only the free workshop, but the upcoming Raising Kids by Design, Creating Formidable Kids. It's a low cost program I am creating so that we can get it into as many hands as possible and change this world together. But not only was it so reaffirming on why I'm doing this work and why I'm speaking about this and why I'm bringing it forward, but it was also showing me that it's really important to get this recording out to as many people as possible, even if you don't join me in the workshop, although I invite you and I would love to meet you over there. So without further ado, let me hit record and you are going to hear the recording that I had from over on YouTube. Enjoy, and I will see you next time. Contemplate for yourself for implementing with your kids when you're. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another live. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. So for those that are new, my name is Ashley Brianna Eve. I focus on rave psychology, helping you master your energy and your mind so you can dissolve the conditioning, heal the programming, and consciously create reality and embody your true self. I have a few ways to work with me, whether you're looking to learn human design through a certification so that you can mentor it. I have the human design coaching Academy. I also offer a bunch of programs to support you in your journey. And today I wanted to talk about raising kids by design. I have a free three day workshop coming up. I'm so excited about this guys. This is my heart and soul. This is a pure soul led program that's being brought through for you guys with raising kids by design. My background is in child psychology. The information alone that you're going to get in the workshop, it's happening on the 25th, the 26th and the 27th of this month will transform how you view your children, children in your life and how you approach raising kids by design and within their uniqueness. So what I wanted to talk about briefly today was the existential question 
of all designs. Now, I think with our adult brain <laughs> and very much our programmed, conditioned mind, it's easy to think there's no way my kid has an existential question. <laughs> right? There's no way my kid has an existential question. And there's no way they're thinking about this. These are questions just programmed into our cells. Each design has a specific ex existential question. And really what we're looking at when we say existential question, it's a deep philosophical question concerning the nature of someone or something's existence, right? So the biggest one that we've probably heard is what is my purpose or what is the meaning of life? These are examples of existential questions. Whether someone is consciously or unconsciously aware of them, this is the question that drives their life. This is the question that the kids, the children in your life come here embedded in their cells. This is the motivational driving force of their design. And at the end of the day, I mean, for us as adults, our hope, you know, I was listening to an old recording of Raw that I had access to from my training and, and my certifications. And he had said something along the lines of, you know, for us, it's how can I learn this information? How can I body embody it as fast as possible? How can I move through this process and shift into true alignment as fast as possible? Because we're behind. Many of us are behind by the time this information comes into our life. But it's not the case for our kids. I always say, I wish this information was available to me when I was a counselor, when I was working with children, when I was working with youth. And my clients always say to me, when, when I work with a lot of moms, when should I introduce this to my kids? When should I have my kids chart read? Because I offer only foundation calls for my clients now. And I always say, I wish this information was sent home with children from the hospital because this information has the potential to Hi, baby. Are you going to mess up my whole system I have here? I bet you will. Hi, Julia. She's wondering why I'm staring at nothing. Oh, you're going to knock over my computer. That's great. Why don't you come over here, sweet girl? There you go. Did you want to say hi to everyone? Did you? <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for the kisses. You look drunk. Your harness is on sideways. Hey, you're a good girl. Why don't you leave with mom? Why don't you leave with mom? That's a good girl. Did I take the pillows that were there? I'm using them for the computer. <laughs> Um, I, I don't even know where I was anymore, but this information, human design really is for the next generations, the generations to come. This is for the children. Ross said that over and over again, this information is for the children. Julia has something in her mouth and the generations to come, <laughs> not necessarily for us. She's throwing around with a pen. She wants to help guys. I think she just wants to help. She's, uh, <laughs> She wants to help her mom with work. Hey, Jules. So this information, you know, and that's why it's so passionate. I'm so passionate about it. It's so close to my heart because this information really is meant for the kids. It really is meant for the generation that hasn't yet been deeply conditioned. And we have this opportunity and I feel not just this opportunity, but this responsibility to bring this to the children in our life. You know, even if you're a teacher or you're a mentor or a coach or a sports coach, this, this is information you can apply today. That's going to make a massive difference in the lives of the children in your care. So what I just want to touch on briefly today is the existential question, like I said, and it's just for you to begin contemplating how you can begin implementing this and supporting your kids in this, in their life. So the first one that we're going to talk about, oh, you guys are sleeping now. Julia, what are you chewing on? She's chewing on something again. 
it's been chaos. If you guys saw my live on Instagram from earlier, um, Alaska was bombing the live and it's just been, that's okay. It's chaos. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Manifestors are first. Their existential question is who do I impact? And this happens. Hello, beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. It's really important. I was um, talking to one of my clients the other day and she said, one of the things I do a lot with my generator child is give too many options. I don't, I don't do a yes or no. I, I provide all kinds of options and then he gets very overwhelmed. And I said, yeah, <laughs> even myself at the age I am, <laughs> even at my age, if someone provides me too many options, I get overwhelmed. Simple yes, no questions are so important. And when we think about it from the perspective of kids as well, very often what happens in today's society is, you know, if you have a generator child that's getting so overwhelmed <laughs> by all these options and maybe not making decisions, we, this society we're, we are currently operating in as the norm is to label the child. Look, I, I worked in children's mental health for a long time. Label the child with some kind of, you know, quote unquote issue or mental illness or behavioral issue and then medicate them. So you know, when we have this information, it, it just gives us so much personal power and how we can interact with others and see others, not just our own kids, and then how they can operate in the world. So for manifestors, it's who do I impact? Now, this is why manifestors inform, right? They're, if they want to or not, their aura impacts people. They're pushing people out of their way. And manifest your children, especially, you know, kids are just so pure. They're just, they're just being them and they likely don't know who they impact or maybe why people around them are impacted or hurt by their actions and the way they are. So when we're contemplating and what I'm going to give you are tools just to contemplate for yourself for implementing with your kids, when you're contemplating your manifest your child and looking at their existential question is who do I impact and how can you support them in that? So an example of that could be Jules, what are you doing? She is just such on a rampage today. Um, she's feeling better with the cold weather, so she's just not stopping. <laughs> um, and, you know, a piece of this could be, you know, maybe your manifestor child, I don't know, picks a certain toy, for example, and the sibling starts crying or getting upset. What you could help and guide that manifestor child around is informing, right? Okay, Sally you don't have to say it in that tone. <laughs> All right, Sally, listen to me. <laughs> that tone just came across. Not how I intended This has been helping with my son so much just since you posted the graphics. Julia. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You're taking out my computer. Mom cannot focus. Helping with my son so much just since you posted. Oh, it's amazing. Stand out. Stand in front of the fridge and spiral out of control trying to choose lunch. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I do that still. Scott will give me options and I spiral out of control. It's it's just the nature of our energy. Oh, my goodness. Scott just took one. And now you guys are going to hear Alaska probably scream. Today's been chaos. Uh, <laughs> so you can say, Scott. Scott. Oh my. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. What a disaster. 
Um, so if you have a child, Sally took the toys from Jack, Jack and Sally. Sally took the toys from Jack. Scott. Either one or none, because <laughs> now he's crying. Or both or none or whatever I mean by that. All right. So Jack takes, you know, not even takes the toy in a malicious way or anything. Maybe, you know, the two kids are sitting around playing with toys and Sally reaches for one and grabs that toy. And Jack starts crying, right? And now it's chaos in the playroom because Jack starts crying. And Sally doesn't, Sally does not know why. Sally does not know why. And it's like, I, I didn't know I impacted Jack. How do I know I impacted Jack, right? You can help your child understand as a manifester that all you have, you know, you can help them understand that it's simply informing, you know, next time, just tell Jack that you're going to play with that toy. And yes, you're going to, I know, I know how parents would be like, don't worry. Or it's like, it's not that simple. And, and this is introducing them to it. You know, as we're often said with generators, with generator kids, you can ask them, would you like to clean up your playroom? And they say, no. <laughs> and he says, would you like to clean up your playroom, right? You can ask and give those yes, no questions. And obviously, eventually, you're going to have to have those boundaries. What I'm inviting you into, right? I think we're all, we are all um, conscious adults enough to realize that I understand. It's a, a live video that we're just doing um, to get you starting to feel into this information that there are certainly going to be circumstances and there's certainly going to be boundaries that are set. But what's so important for manifestor children is helping them understand that they impact those around them, that their actions impact, right? And they they don't understand. Manifestor children do not understand how powerful their aura can be. So next time it's simply just, you know, inviting them into informing, inviting them into informing uh, before they run outside, right? You know, maybe you got upset because sally ran outside without asking okay next time just let mom know where you're going that's why mom got upset that's why mom was <laughs> so worried you didn't let mom know where where you were going it's so important that you just let me know and in the same vein as that for parents it's important for manifestors that you are also informing right if sally goes to the door and wants to go to her friend's house and they're if sally's informing you and you have to say no informing right? Giving, not just being like, no, no, you can't go. <laughs> inform and inform of your actions. Okay. Mom's going to be going to the grocery store later today. It's not asking for permission. It's not asking for your child's permission to go, but it's just informing. And that's what's so critical to get the manifestors in the habit of. So counterintuitive to the authoritative crap we've been taught about child rearing. It's like literally the opposite. And I remember when I was in counseling, I'm a lot of parents and a lot of like old school counselors. And it's why one of the main reasons why I left the industry, even before I knew human design, it was very much how I approached my work. And I got a lot of pushback about it. And then people saying, you don't, you know, I'd have parents in front of me saying, you don't understand, you don't have kids. And the transformation I was able to provide and the harmony that resulted in the house from it was incredible because yeah, it is so counterintuitive you know, it is very much like, just do this, like, no, no. Right. And especially for the manifestors, this informing both ways is so critical. Now finding to get him off of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's it's it it's so counterintuitive in every single way. Even in this the psychiatry fields, medical fields, it's so counterintuitive. So with the manifestor kids, that's a big impact. It's a big thing, and you know, helping them. What I saw a lot when I was a counselor is by the time kids have been so deeply conditioned, manifestor children very often are either the wallflower or they're impacting not from like a, a centered embodied way, but from a, this is going to get a reaction way. Right. So it's when we start them young and even if your kids aren't young, but just start introducing this now, it's really important because it helps them inform from a re releasing resistance way rather than a combative way where I'm just doing this. I don't care what you have to say. Right. It opens up the conversation with the kids and it also gives you that opportunity to inform them as well. So their existential question always is, who do I impact? So inviting them into that, you know, if they're playing with their kids and they don't realize that they're impacting them, just inform. Just let people know what you're doing, bud. Just let people know what you're doing. Right. That's my manifester. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So that's their existential question. Who do I impact? And it is because they're and that's why manifestors inform. Because they're so, it's not natural for manifestors to inform, right? They're going to grab the toy or they're going to go run out of the house or go to run across the street to see their friend or, 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 right? They're, they're just going to go. They're just going to do it because they have that energy and they are an energy design and they, it, there's no mechanics. There are no mechanics within human design for a manifestor to inform. So there's nothing within them innately saying stop and inform right? So helping them understand who do I impact is why their existential question is so important. Like explaining like you, mom was so worried when you ran across that street next time, please just let me know you're going over to Greg's house or whatever. Right? Like, is Greg even a name anymore? I don't know. Maybe I'm aging myself. Right? So just opening them up into that and this stuff, we're going to go deeper into the three day workshop. And I want to give you guys workbooks and everything for the, um, Raising Kids by Design course, which is going to be low cost. So that's within the, the means of anyone that desires the information. For generators, the existential question is, who am I? Generators tend to be, you know, even though they're buzzing, you know, like little energizer bunnies of energy, depending on their profile, depending, you know, on their variables, there's a lot of energy there. It is a very like self-contained looking inwards design of who am I? And this is something that I didn't know you're, yeah, I have a three day masterclass or masterclass workshop, if you will, um, that's free. And then I'll be doing a, a very low cost program. So it's um, attainable for anyone. And there's going to be giveaways at the workshop and all kinds of fun goodies. Um, so generators is who am I? And when we're helping generators, one is, you know, in regards to their existential question, the best way we can support them with who am I is us understanding their design. That's the best way we can, that it's literally the best way we can support a generator or a manifesting generator, manifesting generators are generators. Because if we can consciously look at their design and understand what their design is, we can help guide them to that. We can help them retain those innate gifts that are within them to amplify those unique gifts that are within them. I know myself as a generator growing up, I was raised as a manifester and a lot of the gifts I innately have, a lot of my definition of my chart was always either like directly, I was told it was bad or it was, uh, you know, kind of 
passive aggressively told it was bad. But my whole life, I was conditioned that my definition, who I was, wasn't who I should be. And as it, you know, of course, that's detrimental to any child. But when we're looking at generators, when their whole life, their existential purpose, their frequency, everything is fixated on their aura is fixated on who am I? It's very detrimental to have that kind of impact on them. So from a parenting perspective, and I'll drop the link. Um, so you guys have the link. It's on my Facebook page, but I know it gets lost in the feed. So I'll drop the link as well as the free day masterclass for you guys. Free three day masterclass. It's the 25th, 26th and 28th. So with the generators, the best way we can support them with their existential question is us ourselves understanding their design and just constantly amplifying that for them, just constantly amplifying their gifts. It's very easy. I think, you know, and again, I, I even I worked with so many kids. I, to this day, I think of the kids I worked with and I wonder what they're doing and, and bring up their names. I worked in the one program thinking of in particular, it was an after school program for very high risk children uh, due to the location of where they lived. And to this day, you know, I, I wonder how they're doing and, and what they grew into. And I wish I had this information that I could have supported them with. And I think the most powerful thing we can do for anyone that is involved in raising kids, not just parents, is amplify what their gifts are and help them understand that their openness is their wisdom. Really help them understand that their openness is their wisdom. Um, for example, the solar plexus, right? They're here to be wise about emotions. If it's an open solar plexus, they're here to experience amplified emotions. It also helps us understand the dynamics of a house. If you have some defined solar plexus kids and undefined solar plexus kids, that's going to completely change the dynamics of the house. But it helps us like your emotions are good. You're meant you're meant to, you know, when the emotions are high in the house and you have the undefined solar plexus kid that's like feeling that feeling that feeling that helping them and guiding them through understanding that energy. It's so powerful. So for the generators big one is us understanding it and guiding them back to their power. You know, if we're looking at their strategy and authority, which is um, to respond yes or no, when we really look at the generators, don't overwhelm them, right? If you give them 10 options, you're never, <laughs> never going to get a response. My husband will ask me to this day, like, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Right. But if he's like, do you want pizza? It was always yes to pizza. <laughs> you know, but like, if he asks me, yes, no questions. I'm better equipped just based my, on my energy to answer the question, right? So even if it's not simple questions like that, but if it's, you know, do you want to take soccer? Yes or no, right? Rather than what sports do you want to take? Those are things that are so important for generators. And again, we'll go into those little idiosyncrasies within the free workshop and then deeper within the course. For projectors, who their focus is on who the other is, right? They are like deeply focused on the other. They love understanding the other. Their energy is naturally like tunneling into the other. So one of the designs that's actually the hardest for them to differentiate between their energy and the other person's energy is the projector. It is a projector because their design literally penetrates the aura of the other. So <clears throat> how we can support them and who the other is, is one helping them spend time in their own energy is going to be big. Even if you have a social butterfly projector, you might have a projector with, you know, the three energy centers. So they're an energy projector and 
that's a that is a busy bee projector encouraging them to spend time in their own energy encouraging them to have activities that are correct for them and their own energy to get out of the aura of others will be really important so that their first and foremost their first and, and most important distinction is who is the other as in like this is me that's the other which is really important right and it gets more important if we have kids with a projector child with an undefined g center right because they'd be more more inclined if they're not understanding who they are like where their energy ends and where the other's energy begins with an undefined g center that might be a child that might be more prone to like going with the crowd right so helping them understand find that time this is my energy that's that person's energy is going to be really important for the projector and then as well with the projectors within asking who is the other ask invite them like invite them i have a sibling that's a projector undefined throat and he would always get you know at the dinner table by us like you know defined throats and big personalities kind of steamrolled so the projector innately is going to be waiting for the invitation so invite the projector for their opinion they love giving their opinion they love being the experts they love giving advice so instead of you know and we'll go into this more but just to give you a nugget instead of you know telling the projector not to share the advice or anything you can invite them into into it they're innately going to be waiting to share their advice they're innately going to be waiting to share their wisdom and ask them for that wisdom invite them into the conversation because they might be a little bit quieter especially if they're young and they're they're so like less conditioned more embodied in their design they might appear really quiet but what they're innately doing what their energy is innately doing is just waiting for the other right for the other person who invite them into the conversation for the other person who invite them to give their opinion so it's not that they're naturally quiet they're just, they're just waiting they're trying to to follow their energy i see so many self-made issues that i've created by not knowing how they work and you know and i think that's it's something beautiful for all of us right now because i think there's a way that we can hold on to so much guilt around that for sure. And I, like I said, I have moments where I look back and I'm just like, oh man, if I had this, um, we do the best we can with the resources we have. And why I'm really passionate about bringing this forward is these are tools that we can now implement, not just for our kids, but for the generations to come. And that's why I'm so passionate about doing this. Like, this is like, this kind of thing is everyone's kind of show. Well, I've been doing it with clients for a long time, the raising kids and, and guiding them with their raising their kids, my one-on-one -on -one clients. But yeah, this is something I kept getting asked about and it just feels so right to bring this information forward because it is really powerful information. So for your protector kids, inviting them into the conversation, invite them for their wisdom, see and recognize them for their wisdom, right? Even if they seem like a wallflower, even if they seem like they don't really want that attention, especially very young, they're going to just innately be kind of waiting for that invitation. And if that invitation never comes, that's where they can start creating that self-doubt, right? Or feeling invisible or feeling like they're not included or feeling that they're always steamrolled or, 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 or. So that's really important for our projectors. So for reflectors, what's really important to understand about them and this is what I'll help you guys in the course to really break down. So you understand if you have reflector kids, how to track this for them. They're a different person every day. So they are activated by the neutrino stream. Everyone is, but they're, chart, they're lunar beings. So their energy is activated by the program. They're kind of like hmm, attuned to the program, if you will, so that they can feel who is embodied, who is 
stuck in the program. Like they're the ultimate judge. They're the ultimate judge. Like the projectors have always been kind of said as though they are the ultimate guides. I kind of think the reflectors are because they can really tell. They know when someone's ready to uh, break free of the conditioning. They're, they know when someone innately is operating incorrectly for their energy because they can compare it without any muddling against the other centers, right? They have no fixed defined centers against the program stream. So reflector, their existential question is, who am I now? Who am I now? So one of the things you get in the habit of doing with your reflector child is when they wake up in the morning, how are you feeling today? How are you feeling today? And open up that conversation and get them talking about how they're feeling that day because they're going to be activated as a different design every day of the month. Now, not every child's going to be going through what it means to be a, a projector and a generator and a manifesting generator and a manifester and a sacral authority and an ego, right? They're not going to go through literally, oh, some might, every authority, every inner authority, every design, a lot do, um, go through many variations of that. So getting them to tap in in the morning, who are they today is going to be really important and also allowing them to be surprised with life. Like how can you infuse surprise into their life? Because it is, you know, it can get, it can get heavy for the reflectors and surprise is their signpost that things are going well. So how can you infuse that surprise for them? You know, whether it's surprise that, oh man, math gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. Right. And, you know, I have a friend as helping her with her reflector child. And she brought in like a, she switched a tutor, a math tutor to someone that was making it super fun, making it so much fun. So that the child's actually having a blast. The reflector child's actually enjoying math because she's surprised how fun math actually gets to be. Uh, so that was just a little way that she infused surprise into the life of her reflector child. But the main thing you can do is start asking them, how are you today? You don't have to ask like, who are you today, right? That might, might be a little existential for kids, but how are you feeling today? What do you feel like today? And you're likely going to notice that there's going to be a pattern that develops because they follow the exact same pattern every day of the month, every month. You know, they're probably one of the most predictable designs. So you might start to notice and then you can start to plan as a parent, right? And we're going to go deep into that in the course. You can start to plan as a parent and be like, okay, this is the week where Sally things get, you know, she's an emotional authority here. And I'm helping her, I'm helping her find clarity, for example, right? Or this week she's a generator. So I'm asking yes, no questions. So really you'll start to notice the patterns. You can track the patterns and supporting your reflector child in who am I today? Who am I now? And starting the day, get them in the habit of starting the day like that. Cause I'm starting that habit with my one-on-one -on -one clients, right? This is what they track every single day. Um, but if it's just innate and they're tuning into their body first thing every morning from the time they're a kid and they know that they're, it's normal to feel different energy every day, that's going to change everything. Because it, it's what I've heard from my reflector clients when they were growing up and from not just my reflector clients, but clients in or people in programs at the official schools during my education was it can feel when you're younger a little bit, even as an adult, weird that you're like a different person every day. Right. So, you know, I'm not a reflector. So as a, I can't put my, my myself in the shoes of a reflector child, but how 
you know, discombobulating at times, I imagine it could be to feel as though you're a completely different person every single day. But when you have a parent that's supporting you within that, that helps release some of the resistance to it. My daughter's a reflector and she's so different than my hubby and I as MGs. I, I for, did I forget her? I just didn't know she was a reflector. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, the reflector energy is incredible. So incredible. And they already feel as outsiders, as lunar beings, right? So they, they already feel kind of on the outside. So helping them realize that they're going to feel different every day and very similar to the projectors inviting them and you know their strategy and authority is not waiting for the invitation however reflectors do innately feel invisible so inviting them into things is going to be so important all right so i'm going to leave it there for today my friends i am calling it a day this is my second live today <laughs> but i have the Formidable Kids by Design, that is going to be the three-day workshop. So it's the 25th, 26th, 28th. You do need to register for it. So there is a link. I will drop it in the show notes and I will drop it in. This is on YouTube and on Facebook. I will drop it in the comments in Facebook as well. Um, that's going to be leading into the first week of November. We are doing Raising Kids by Design, Creating Formidable Kids. And I'm really excited for that. Everyone's welcome, whether you're a teacher or you're a sports coach I don't care. Anyone that's interested in learning how to support children based on their design is welcome. Um, the sales page is not up for that yet, but it is going to be a price that is within reach with payment plan options for everyone. Because this is really important. It's something really important for me to get into the hands as in as many people as possible so we can start implementing it and really changing the future for the next generation and how they yeah, not just interact with themselves, but with the world. It's such a powerful thing for them to know and for us to know, right? You're welcome. Ella's listening with me and wants to know if this is why she loves the nighttime. Mm, yeah, there is definitely a connection to the to the moon. There's a connect. I love that question. Oh my goodness, kids ask the best questions. Yeah, absolutely. There is an innate connection to the moon, 100% innate connection to the cosmos. I always say to my clients with reflector kids that they are natural astrologers. So they will be naturally drawn to the stars, naturally drawn to the moon, um, desiring to be under the stars even, around the stars. I have a client with a reflector child that loves going to planetarium. Well, right now, obviously, <laughs> well, and where I am, you can't, but loved going to planetariums. So yeah, that is 100%. 100%. It's you know, it's so interesting because the way reflectors are kind of like this very unique energy that is connected to, you know, Ra called the planets the gods. They're closer to the stars. They're closer to the gods. They're closer to the cosmos, to the moon. And it just gives us them this beautiful way to view the world, beautiful way to, to view others and experience others. And yeah, so if any reflector kids are on or hear this or see this or any parents are sharing it with clients, that is, Ella, that's a great question. <laughs> that is an amazing question. Kids know how to ask the best questions. That's amazing. And thank you for asking that because that's going to help. That's really going to help someone. I know it. Oh, you're welcome. It's a beautiful question. Yeah. You just know the language of the stars innately, reflectors. You just speak the language of the stars innately. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for that beautiful question. And I'll talk to you guys soon.
All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. You can come hang out with me and the community over on Instagram. You can find me at theholistichumandesign.coach. There's a lot of content that went up today. I did another live earlier today and a post that says, and this I figured it would be more controversial than it was. It is controversial but everyone took it the way it was meant to land and it just goes to show how my community is full of such revolutionary badasses. So it said, your throat chakra isn't blocked. You are addicted to your current reality no matter how much you hate it. So if you'd like to read the caption to that post, come hang out at theholistichumandesign.coach. We're a pretty cool group over there and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.